Hello, everybody. It's Teresa Barnaby with a Flight of Your Life podcast. Thank you, as always, for joining in and listening. So tonight, I was uh, invited to uh, an event uh, by Tony Ray Baker to listen to what Pet Partners, Pet, P-E-T, Partners, is all about. Now, uh, there's two things I want to talk about. Number one, uh, today was Tony Ray Baker's birthday. And when his partner asked him, you know, what do you want to do for your birthday? He said, I'd like to get some people together to just spend an hour of their time with me on my birthday, listening to what Pet Partners is all about. So his birthday uh, was spent uh, with friends in an evening of giving back, service, and uh, I was very touched by the fact that this is how he chose to spend his birthday. Uh, pretty cool. The, the thing about this is, you know, who in your life, when they say, hey, can you, are you available, would you, you just say yes to. Uh, who are those people in your life that if they called you and they asked you for something, you wouldn't even really think twice, you would just say yes. And so when I got the message from Tony Ray, I just said yes, uh, number one. So uh, so the first thing to talk about is is the, the gift that keeps giving, right? So my birthday gift, according to Tony, was one that just kept giving back. Uh, and, and with that is who in your life, if they called you and said, hey, uh, would you spend an hour to listen to something that's really important to me, you would just say yes to. Uh, so food for thought, it's kind of how I just want to spend the first couple of minutes with you uh, in that mode, getting you thinking in that direction, and then being grateful for those people that are in our lives uh, that contribute by some of the smallest actions that really turn out to be really big things. Uh, the second thing I want to talk about is is pet partners and what I learned about them tonight. You know, uh, in, in at the core, I am an animal lover. I always have wanted to have animals around me. Uh, love when I get the opportunity to have some animal energy and the love that these animals just give and they don't even think about it, right? Unconditional, total unconditional love and attention. And there are some people, they're called handlers, that have pets where the handler and the pet is in service to people who just need some animal love. It is the most heartwarming thing. And uh, to be amongst people who have pets and love pets and stories from people who receive this animal love really blew me away tonight. And uh, I just kind of want to share with you, Pet Partners has been around for 40 years, this is what I learned, 40 years, and they're all over the country. And they have 
you know, since since they started in what would that be, nineteen seventy seven? Forty years. So since they started in nineteen seventy seven, they have made over three million visits a year. That's kind of what they do, three million visits. So some of you might be sitting and saying, Well, I don't know anything about pet partners, so so what do you mean they do these visits? Well, Pet Partners uh, works with therapy animals and the handlers take their animals to places where people really need them. And so I heard some stories about how Pet Partners go to hospitals and nursing homes and retirement communities and uh, military bases and schools and they don't just bring comfort to the people that they're visiting sometimes they serve even more than that and and so uh, this one story that we heard tonight was these uh, kids who are having a hard time reading they get to read to the animals because the animals are absolutely non-judgmental and they just sit there and they listen. And it doesn't matter if the child reads flawlessly, which they're having a difficult time doing that. That's why the pet partners works with, inside the schools to help kids read better or to help problem children in the classroom calm down and relax and Go, they go to memory care facilities where maybe families have forgotten to visit their loved ones frequently and so these handlers and their pets go. And one of the things I heard tonight totally blew me away is that they that there was this one incident where they went to the, or they actually this study, I guess, that this one woman, she goes to the, to the memory care facilities with her dog and even though these people don't remember much, like Alzheimer's patients, they remember the dog's name. And they remember that they're able to give the dogs treats. And it's like, these are people who sometimes don't even remember their own offspring, but yet they'll remember the emotion or the feeling or the comfort or the joy of having a pet around them and they'll remember their name. And then we were told stories of how even the dog knows, you know, when they're gonna go visit, you know, one of their favorite uh, clients, I guess, maybe, uh, because they get excited. And so there's this mutual, ah, this, this just this mutual uplifting, uh, the, the people that get the visits and then the handlers and the animals that get to provide the, the visit and it just kind of like every time they said something it just kind of blew me away and so Pet Partners has uh, three pieces of their platform they truly believe that animal theory uh, animal therapy can help improve health and there have been research studies that show that this human animal bond uh, has uh, reduced stress has reduced blood pressure, have uh, in certain instances de decreased people's needs and dependence on medication, and that the animals provide this uh, phenomenal distraction to whatever is going on in their life. So they talked about animals who uh, 
um, physic, uh, people with PTSD and how there's just this calming effect and that when they're with animals they forget uh, the situation that has caused them the trauma while they're in that visit which goes to the second piece of their platform which is creating bonds and uh, and then there's this whole idea of how uh, the relationships are built and sometimes these people like in retirement communities or nursing home facilities they're kind of just left and their visitation is like few and far in between from people but yet they get to have visitation from the handler and the animal and it's really about the bond that gets formed between the people who who are lonely and now the animal fulfills a, a, or, or fills up a part of what's missing in their life or the form of bond with a child that is learning how to read to an animal and therefore uh, becomes a better reader or the bonds that are formed with animals that just help uh, disruptive children in classrooms just relax and ah un unbelievable stories and then and then the last piece of their platform is what they say uh, inspiring hope and that's where the PTSD really comes in and they do a lot of work with military bases and vets and they give them hope again and a point of relativity a, uh, somebody to relate to somebody to bring uh, an ounce or a pound or a ton of comfort and you know if you don't need that sometimes we don't realize what's around us that you know situations where people do need love and support and comfort and these animals are trained certified they have to pass through a training program and there's certain specifics that they have to uh, meet in order to pass the program so that they can go be animals loving people <laughs> and uh, a couple of members were telling me it's always amazing how an animal will enter a room or a facility and know exactly where they need to go like you just let that animal instinct kicked in, kick in and they know like if they go to a hospital they know which patient they need to go see and they'll like take their a handler to a room because they know that the person in that room needs them more than anybody else and and they just told a story after story about real live events that are happening all around us in our communities across this country where pet partners uh, touch lives and improve health uh, so it's kind of blown away uh, and so I'm gonna ask everybody who listens to this podcast that if you have an animal that you know has a, has a special gift of calming and comfort and they watch out for you and they look out for you um, maybe you and that animal you know your pet can do even bigger better things out in your community yeah, so if you are at all interested in anything I'm saying and you have an animal 
that you know is gifted, then maybe you should check out Pet Partners and see how you can you can do a huge service to people who really do need the uh, pet partnering uh, from pet therapy. Just saying. Um, and the handlers that told stories are shared with us they you know they get they get just as much out of it as the person receiving the pet therapy yeah, so you 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 know uh, I was sitting there I don't have a I don't have any pets currently but I was sitting there and I'm like I would get a pet specifically to go through this program and see if the pet can get uh, accepted into the program go through the training, pass the training, and that myself and this pet can go out and do bigger things in the world. There are more than uh, one, well, there are a lot, of, a lot of ways to make impact. And on this podcast, we really do talk about making an impact. You know, by the things you say and the things you do, how do you impact people and make this a better place? And tonight I was just shown a way that kind of had an idea but I really had no idea uh, until I walked out of there an hour and a half later a lot more educated and a lot more excited uh, about what's going on and who really needs it and they don't have enough handlers even though they have like what they call teams they have like over 13,000 teams and there's not enough they need more because the requests for can can we have an animal here, you know, in a facility, in a school, uh, with individuals. Ew. So the demand is high, uh, and there aren't enough people to go around. So I, I just want to plant the seed that maybe there's a calling that one of you listening can relate to, and. Just one of us on this podcast doing something about it will make a huge difference. Uh, so I feel compelled to share this with you. Um, if you don't have an animal or you don't think, uh, which we chuckled uh, with a couple of the people who had pets and they're like, yeah, my pet would never pass. But um, if you don't have a pet or you don't think your pet can pass, uh, you can always make a donation. You can always volunteer. Uh, they have a need for a lot of different things. Uh, and for those of you that are listening from Canada, they're in Canada too, so I'm not leaving you out if you're not in the United States. Uh, and I know I have some friends in Canada listening, so I just wanted to um, bring you into the fold as well. But, you know, uh, if you're a business and you can support your local pet partners, you know, sponsor training events or sponsor events like I went to tonight so that more people can get educated and become more aware of this phenomenal organization, which, by the way, uh, gives most of the money brought into them back to the programs that go out and help people. It's not one of those companies that take most of their uh, money from fundraising or donation efforts and keep it. Uh, basically, they give they give it back and you know if you're ever wondering like where does my money really go 
if you were to participate in something like that with pet partners, they have a graph that shows that 90% of their money brought in literally uh, goes back to the programs. There's a small 8% that allows them to fundraise to have more money to go back into programs. And only uh, under 2% of the money stays in management or general expenses. So, uh, And it's not just dogs. You know, they talked about llamas and birds and cats and miniature horses and uh, hamsters and other rodents. And Because if we get out of the way and we don't pass judgment on what we think will work or what won't work, it's just love. And it's this, like I said in the very beginning, it's just this unconditional love from an animal. And who are we to judge whether a bird can do that or a hamster can do that or a miniature horse or a llama or a dog? Or, that's not for us to decide. Right? It's for an organization who knows what it takes for an animal to provide the therapy that's needed and the handlers willing to go with the pets to do the work that's needed. And if they can get trained and serve a greater purpose, uh, who are we to discount the form that that love comes in? And uh, I got on their website when I got home and I'm looking at pictures of, yeah, llamas in hospitals. And, you know, it's easy to think of dogs, but, you know, what about uh, this? There's this one llama that goes to a children's hospital. Hospitals and yeah, so so let's just like be really open-hearted. I I'm not even going to say open-minded at this point. I'm just going to say let's just be really open-hearted to number one, the people who are important in our lives that you say yes to, on, and then number two, the things that that we can do without judgment and without passing judgment, whether we volunteer, whether we donate, whether we have pets and get involved or not. And if it's not pet partners, then what is it that you do that creates an impact, that, that changes somebody's life, that, uh, that you just don't know will be positively impacted by a visit from, from an animal? So, and I, I kind of want to wrap up this episode going back to Tony Ray. He was telling us uh, during dinner that there was a lady who was uh, in, an, in an assisted living home. And prior to going there, she was pretty outgoing. But when she got there, she wouldn't come out of her room for 30 days. So it was a place that had like group breakfast, lunch, dinner, games, bingo, you know, events and all that stuff. She wouldn't come out. And uh, they brought in a therapy animal, and the therapy animal spent about 30 minutes with this uh, lady. And the next morning, for the first time, she came out of her room and had breakfast with the group, and then spent the entire day talking about her visit with her animal. And as the story evolved, the reason why this animal helped her come out of her shell is that when her family uh, put her in the assisted living, they took her dog away from her. 
and she was kind of like in mourning over losing her pet. And then enter this therapy animal who happened to be a dog and it brought this lady out of her room and out of her shell and probably healed some of her loss and she started participating in the events and the group meals. And, you know, I just keep thinking about we never know what we can do that would make such a huge difference in someone's life. And and so if, if it's you and your pet and pet partners, go do it. Uh, if not you with a pet, then, then what? What do we get to do to cause impact? Some of you are already causing impact just by what you do on a daily basis. I get that. Uh, and for that, I give you kudos and gratitude and tremendous amounts of appreciation for what each and every one of us do that causes impact. And if you can do more in a different way, uh, I just wanted to plant the seed. And as always, with every episode, you get to do what you want with the information. I just love sharing with you uh, major experiences or what appears to be a minor experience that turns into a major experience uh, in my life. I just love being able to share with you. And then in return, I love hearing back from you uh, anything that's impacted you from the podcast. How about that? So it's just impact all the way around. And with that, I, I'm going to sign off and leave you in thought. And uh, hope that you have the opportunity to feel that unconditional love that we definitely know pets uh, give and or whoever's in your life that shares unconditional love with you from family and friends and co-workers and peers and just people that are important to you. So uh, sending you love <laughs> and peace. It's Teresa Barnaby with the Flight of Your Life podcast, signing out. Go do great things. Can't wait to hear about them. Bye, guys.